Talk Radio. Gentlemen, it is February 29th, 2024. We are in the middle of the leap year day. Alex Jones here. I have got some family issues I have to attend to for part of the broadcast today, but I should be in later. We've got one hell of a transmission lined up for you with our intrepid crew and the great Owen Schroyer. But I wanted to come to you with the grave news of Letitia James. Now, remember, Letitia James is literally installed by George Soros, brags about it, pledged to bring down Donald Trump if she was elected as the New York Attorney General. Well, fresh off of her rigged court case with no jury, where the judge uh, found Trump guilty of real estate fraud, but there was no victim, and all the other things she's doing, trying to shut down the NRA and against so many other attacks, now she's announced she's going after the biggest meatpacking company in the United States for climate change, and quote, lying to the public, saying that cow farts are not bad. Yes, in America, in the year 2024, weaponized legal system is going after the largest, or the top three, you can argue what's the largest, but it's arguably the largest, meat packing company in the United States. We'll get into the details of that coming up. But understand, ladies and gentlemen, everything she does is a beta test. What you see in New York, what you see in California are globalist beta tests. And the UN said 20 years ago when they couldn't get the federal government to pass all these carbon tax power grabs that that literally takes over every facet of our lives and every industry, that they were going to go to the states, the counties, and the city and use something called munilization, where they get all of the locales merged into basically UN treaties, and they fly the leadership of the government around all these you know, fancy junkets and <clears throat> vacations. But more importantly, these international groups funded by the UN NGOs fund who they run for office. So we talk about Soros all day because everybody knows who he is. He's just one of the biggest NGO systems with his open society operation. But we're talking about one of thousands. He's not even one of the largest. He's, he's in the top ten. But when when they come out and go after beef – or they promise you will eat the bugs. If they can take down the one of the largest meat packers in the United States that also, that also does business around the world, they will be able to take down anybody they want. So this is serious criminal racketeering. And almost all the federal courts have been taken over by the Soros operatives. The Supreme Court is barely hanging on. It's being intimidated. Uh, it's being attacked. And this is such a great situation. So they don't just have almost every major city district attorney. They don't just have most of the county attorneys in any, in any populous area. They don't just have 20-plus attorney generals. They don't just have most of the federal judges. They are literally putting policy in at the colleges. They are, they are, they are coming in and, and, and now targeting rice. Now, I, I covered this two years ago. I said next to the U.N. after beef, which is one of the biggest things feeding people worldwide, and, and, and holding up the economy, and especially small ranches and farms, is rice. Rice is half the diet of about half the world. So you cut that out, well, guess what? They grow it in swamps, artificial rice paddies. So now they're coming out 
and saying officially they're going to put taxes and regulations on it because what comes out of swamp water? Why, when you drive over a swamp on a highway, does it smell like a cow fart? It's methane, ladies and gentlemen. Methane helps form our atmosphere. It's what helps ultraviolet radiation coming in gets held to the planet's surface. That global warming's good, or we would be all freezing to death. And, and so there's always been swamps. There's always been bovine, at least for millions of years. You know, buffalo, water buffalo. There, there's, 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 there's the cows are basically on almost every continent. And we have, obviously, our domesticated ones. They're not bad, folks. But remember, we're the carbon they want to cut. We're the carbon they're targeting, and we're going along with this absurdity, and now Letitia James is coming directly after one of the key industries in America with her red courts, and I'm sure she'll win. So, what are we going to do about it? We'll talk about when we return. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this live February 29th, 2024 transmission. I'm your host, Alex Jones. So there's a lot of massive news and information breaking today on so many fronts. We're about to go over it all. But first, I want to talk about JBS, one of the largest meatpacking companies in the world, particularly packing beef. They've been sued by the Soros front creature, Letitia James. And folks have to understand, this is not just some New York nuttiness. This is part of a strategic plan worldwide to demonize and criminalize beef first. Then they can move on to every other major staple. They're now targeting rice next worldwide. CNN headlines, moves to restrict or ban rice or put carbon taxes on it. This is literally waging war on the very food supply that humanity needs to live. This is the post-industrial world. This is the depopulation operation. So people make fun of New York and California or, or France or you know, other areas totally run by the globalists. And they say, those people are idiots. Ha, ha, ha. We'll just move out of that area. Well, the very same BlackRock-controlled central banks, or central banks that control BlackRock, I, sh- I should say, as their front group, have a strategic plan to take over all the major cities of the world and then expand out from there. So the plight of people in New York is the plight of people in rural Texas. The plight of people in Toronto is the plight of people in rural Wyoming. The plight of folks in Australia being enslaved will be our plight in Louisiana or Florida. This is a global enemy we face. That's how I always know what they're going to do next because they have battle plans. And I'd make documentaries and show you their documents, show you your statements 20 years ago, 25 years ago, and people... Couldn't believe it because it was so fantastical to say they're going to try to target the nuclear family. They're going to try to sterilize children. They're going to try to restrict and then ban beef or major staples like rice. But it was all planned then. If you watch the Obama deception or if you watch my film Endgame, people watch those films. Endgame made in 2007. And they just freak out and they go, how the hell did he have a crystal ball? I didn't. I'm showing 
the documents. So Kevin O'Leary and others have made the great point that everybody's leaving New York and that Letitia James is waging war on the corporations and businesses uh, that aren't fully globalist control and that people will just leave. Well, they're designed to leave, and then the globalists will just target the next sector, the next area they take over. There is an absolute method to this entire plan that is being rolled out. And so don't underestimate how dangerous these people are, but I don't want you to think they're all powerful. If we know their larger plans, if we understand how cold-blooded they are, if we understand how criminal they are, and if we then organize and oppose them, what they're promoting is absolute total tyranny and can easily be defeated. As I've said, we're selling ice water in the Sahara Desert. Everybody wants it. Freedom's sexy. Freedom works. Freedom's amazing. They're selling sand in the Sahara Desert to people that are dying of thirst, okay? But you've got to admit they're globalists. You've got to admit they're the new world order. You've got to admit they're coming down on us. And I know this audience is hardcore. That's why they want to shut the show down is because they're scared of this assemblage of people, this assemblage of folks that know what's going on that could be the genesis point, which it's now officially been, to spread the truth all over the country and all over the world. So they failed in shutting down our genesis operation. And the first big network I was on and still am on is Genesis Communications Radio Network. And I was involved early on in the debate about what to name it because they were already putting out syndicated shows, financing some shows, a gold company was. And instead of just syndicating individual shows, they wanted to have a network. And Ted Anderson had the idea for Genesis and the the, uh, general manager had another name that I didn't think was as good. It was still a good name. And I said, no, Ted, I agree with you, Genesis, because... This is the beginning of something much larger. And they wanted to take over radio. They wanted to later launch a TV network. That never happened. But, but the point was, I mean, I guess I kind of did. But the point is, is that this is the genesis. And we've successfully initiated the detonation. Okay, but don't think of it as a detonation of death, a detonation of awakening and life. Like the cap in the back of a cartridge that detonates the larger powder charge and then shoots the bullet down down the barrel. We have detonated it, and now it's been aimed, and it's now hit the globalists. So we're deep into the fight right now, but you have to understand she's not just a clown. She's a front person that will do what she's told, and these people are very, very strategic, and they've got to be recognized for the organized criminals they are. If I hear one more Republican or one more conservative or one more populist sit there and tell me that Oh, these are environmentalist wackos. These are Looney Tune nuts. Oh, look at this crazy plan they got. These people don't know what they're doing. No, they know exactly what they're doing. And the biggest banks, the biggest corporations came up with this. In the mid-1980s, Enron, look it up, came up with the carbon tax scam and how to tax and control everything. And the oil companies have been in, in on it from day one. They're the ones making money on both sides. So that is the reality, and this is a big, big deal. Owen Troyer takes over now with so much information. I want to thank you all for your support. God bless, and good luck. Thank you, Alex. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're with you here with all kinds of important breaking information in honor, a privilege, a duty, quite frankly, to be here with you on this Thursday, February 29th, 2024. Let me give you a snapshot of what we have coming up for the rest of today's transmission. Of course, we may be hearing from Alex again throughout the transmission, but I have a loaded broadcast for you today. 
so loaded that I'm going to need to be here for the entire four hours of this Alex Jones show transmission. We have Joe Biden, a lot of political news revolving around Joe Biden. You have Joe Biden making a statement. I can't even get into it without having to pause and and and, and just it, it just shakes me to the core. I mean, this should be sending chills down your spine. Joe Biden goes out and says they're going to ban assault weapons. I mean, it's a short clip. So I might as well just go to it. Here's Joe Biden and the Democrat Party telling you the Second Amendment means nothing to them. They wipe their ass with it. They want to disarm you just like every other authoritarian, murderous dictator in world history. We're going to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines next time around because it has to be done. We're going to finish the job. We're going to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines next time around because it has to be done. There you go. They're going to finish the job of disarming the American people. They're going to finish the job of disarming the law-abiding American citizen. They're going to finish the job of turning this into an authoritarian dictatorship. They're going to finish the job of destroying America. They're going to finish the job of ending your Bill of Rights. But see, there's a problem. There's a problem. This is what the Democrats don't want you to know. This is what the liberals don't want you to know. Your rights are not given to you by the government. Your rights are not given to you by Joe Biden. Your rights are not even given to you by a piece of paper, actually, the Bill of Rights. Your rights are given to you by God. Your rights are given to you by the Creator. This is just recognized in the Bill of Rights. This is just recognized in our founding documents. Why is that important? Because if your rights are given to you by God, if your rights are given to you by your creator, well, then they can't be taken away by the government. Ah. And now you see why the American left, and now you see why the Democrat Party hates God so much and wants to convince you that you evolved from a monkey turd course you didn't you were created by god in his image our rights given to us and endowed by our creator signed sealed and delivered with the declaration of independence the united states constitution and our bill of rights and joe biden goes up in front of the american people and says we're going to finish the job and take away and end your second amendment right but if they can do that they can take your first amendment right they can take your fourth amendment right your fifth amendment right your Eighth Amendment right, your entire Bill of Rights, your entire Constitution, your entire Declaration of Independence. But I'm already losing track. We'll come back to that. But again, that, that, that should just send chills up your spine. And that's why Ezra Levant is going to be joining us in the second hour to talk about how Trudeau has turned into an authoritarian dictate and it's sending chills up his spine. And so he wants to tell you about that. But it's just like you're paying for the fight for democracy in Ukraine and then Zelensky has canceled two rounds of elections in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Democrats, 
are protecting democracy. Really? You've got all these judges, all these prosecuting attorneys politically going after Donald Trump. By the way, uh, nine and ten of them are black. And, and I don't say that to be a part of the racial divide. The reason why this is significant is because this is exactly what the leftist agenda has been with the racial divide and with affirmative action. Because people keep noticing, it's like, why, why are the majority of these judges and prosecuting attorneys, attorneys going after Trump black women? Because that was the design. That was the propaganda. Get black women specifically to hate white people and then get them into positions of power with affirmative action, and then they justify their racism, they justify their bigotry, they justify their politically motivated persecution. Joe Biden interview, nothing. No boost at all. No interest. Most people actually tune out. And, And I realized something else in this phenomenon as well. In a strange way, social media is actually the only thing keeping the old guard mainstream media alive. What am I talking about? Most views or ratings or interest, maybe maybe ratings isn't the right word, but it but it does count. All the interest and views now from mainstream media are actually coming from clips on social media. So when Joe Biden goes and does an interview on late night TV, nobody tunes in. Nobody watches it. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. The only reason anybody sees it is clips on social media. That's it. The same goes for The View. The same goes for Jon Stewart. The same goes for most cable shows. When, when Joy Reid goes on racial deranged diatribes on her show, nobody watches, but people pull the clips and put them on social media and they say, whoa, look at this crazy woman on TV. I don't know if the answer to stop, is to stop doing that because it's still newsworthy and people want to see it. But it's social media that's actually keeping the dinosaur media relevant at this point. That's why Tucker Carlson can leave Fox News and then be bigger than ever on social media. On X, which is now essentially the political town square. We've got more news. You know, this is this is really I, I could pull a thousand stories about this. Like American Heart Association was paid off to say heart disease was caused by saturated fat, not seed oils. Well, yeah, that's because they put the seed oils in everything because it's it's cheaper, but it's extremely unhealthy. They don't want you to know about it. Ultra-processed food linked to 32 harmful effects to health. I mean, we could talk about the microplastics and everything. We could talk about, I mean, I can go on and on and on. And for me, This was one of the biggest game changers in my life. When you realize, when you realize that, I guess you would call it, what, what would you call it? Mainstream food, corporate food is mostly poison. Mostly poison. 
And it was tuning into this broadcast in 2013 and, and 14 with the guests that came on the show. And I remember, I mean, you had Mike Adams, you had Bonnie Hari, the food babe, who, who's still banned on X, by the way. Why won't they release the food babe on X? And other guests like that. Because you don't really think. You don't really think, well, gee, I go to the grocery store and most of the things I buy are poison until somebody explains it and then it all clicks. It's like, yeah, wait a second. Why aren't I reading the ingredients? What are these ingredients? I can't even pronounce half this crap. And then you realize, yeah, it's all poison. And the FDA, the U.S. government, they're not there to protect you. They're bought off. They're part of the eugenics program. So we got news on that. I'm going to revisit this situation with the Georgia mayor because this is truly disgusting. And really, this goes all the way up the food chain to Joe Biden. But but you have to start somewhere. And we're going to play a series of clips. We already played some of them, but but we're going to attach some other things to it that have now surfaced as well. In Athens, Georgia, the Democrat mayor who turned his city into a sanctuary city that allowed for the criminal violent, likely it's likely that this individual from Venezuela was released from a jail. Who knows what kind of violent crimes were on his record or even what his name was when he was in Venezuela. Comes here illegally, gets released into the country by Joe Biden, gets put into the Democrat sanctuary city of Athens, Georgia, tries to rape a girl who's running on the trail. She fights back. He ends up beating her so savagely that her skull was deformed. And then they say, well, it's her fault because she ran on a trail. It's her fault because she didn't let this illegal immigrant rape her. Wow. No, it's it's the Democrats' fault. It's Joe Biden's fault. It's the mayor of Athens, Georgia's fault. They have blood on their hands. And if I was the family, I would be I would be pursuing every Democrat involved in this illegal immigrant operation like like a hound dog with a scent. And I would never give up. Because there will be more Lake and Rileys. I had a story on my desk yesterday hosting the war room. I, I forget all the girls' names. Sure as hell remember George Floyd's name. But see, that's the point. There have actually been dozens of young women murdered by illegal immigrants, raped by illegal immigrants. Kate Steinle, one of them. But that's not propaganda like George Floyd. George Floyd was weaponized propaganda. That's why the weaponized propaganda media made sure that everybody knew his name and everybody knew his face and everybody knew his story because that was part of their propaganda. Are they going to do the same operation for Lake and Riley? No. Of course not. Of course not. And it's not just Lake and Riley. And so here's the harsh reality of this situation. The likelihood that you tuned into this broadcast and me sitting at this desk and my crew 
sitting on the other side. We're all going to make it home safe and sound tonight. It's likely all of our friends and family and loved ones will make it home safe tonight. But we better realize something. Every day that this invasion into our country continues, the odds of you making it home safe and your family and your loved ones making it home safe go down. Because believe me, as comfortable as you are today, thinking that everybody you know and yourself is going to make it home safe tonight and not be a victim of violent crime from an illegal immigrant, just as comfortable as you are sitting here, so was Lake and Riley's family just a few weeks ago. Now, how do you think they feel? But again, it's not just Lake and Riley. There have been dozens of Lake and Rileys. The media doesn't cover it. And if I was Lake and Riley's family, and I hope that she has a bulldog-filled legal team, I think the mayor of Athens needs to be on trial. I think every Democrat and Republican that's voted along with these open border bills needs to be put on trial. I mean, even Mike Johnson now is about to cut a deal to keep the border open. So put Mike Johnson on trial too. Mike Johnson, you want to cut you want to cut deals with dirty Chuck Schumer? If Mike if if Speaker Mike Johnson wants to cut deals with dirty Chuck Schumer, then put Mike Johnson on trial too cuz the blood's on your hands too. That's where this needs to go. First break here on the Alex Jones show. We're going to really delve into these stories and more when we come back. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com. Bodies is. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Following some breaking news out of Athens, Georgia. Two colleges have canceled classes today as police look for a murderer. Lake and Riley was described as a shining light. The dean's List nursing student. Police arrested 26-year-old Jose Antonio Ibarra. Ibarra crossed into Texas illegally back in September of 2022, then was released into the United States on parole. We're confident this border is secure. We have a secure border. We agree that uh, the border is secure. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. 
The border is closed. The border is secure. We have taken unprecedented action. Look, the border is not open. Fox News can now confirm that Jose Antonio Barra was busted last year in New York City. But ICE didn't even have time to put in a detainer on him because, hey, he was already back out on the streets. That is a new political ad that's going to be airing during this election cycle. And I I would say that conservatives, Republicans, patriots are getting better in the narrative wars and in the effort to, to combat the false narratives produced by the left and by the Democrats, no doubt about it. But we still have a long way to go. And here's an example of this. And it's against my instinct. It's against our instincts as real journalists and and broadcasters to be redundant. But this is why everybody knows the name George Floyd, but most people don't know the name of Lakin Riley. So some people might be saying, well, gee, we've been covering this story for a week. Well, yeah, they covered George Floyd for a year to make sure you knew his name and his story in that false narrative. So we have to combat that by making sure people know about Lake and Riley and her story and what led to that. And what led to that? Joe Biden's open border policy and the Democrat sanctuary city policy. Now, this is what happened. Here's the good news. This is what happened when the Democrat mayor of Athens, Georgia, Kelly Gertz, went in front of the media and the public to make a statement about Lake and Riley's death, murder, brutal murder by a violent criminal led in by Joe Biden and the Democrats. So so here's what happened, and I'm going to explain why this is even more significant than we realize. Here are the clips from the press conference. 2019 was not that long ago. You might remember the dynamic we were living in in the late teens in this country where you had the President of the United States speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign born. And you had that notion metastasizing in places like Charlottesville. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. Because the impact of federal immigration policy on localities has been under such consistent discussion in recent months, I do want to say a few words about this. It's my 18th year as a local government policymaker, and my work has overlapped with four U.S. presidencies and numerous iterations of Congress. All of them have failed to reach agreement on how to handle immigration. The city doesn't track with either of those. And so that term means different things to different people depending on the context of the discussion. Many of the elements... Many of the elements... We are here to listen. You're a liar. We are here to listen. There will be time for questions. You are guilty and got blood on your head. For this murder, sir. Many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities we know what sanctuary are things means. that are disallowed by Georgia law. Sanctuary policy, which is what uh, we do. And we contribute a document every year 
to the Georgia Department of Audits, indicating that we do not correspond to these definitions under state law. Yes, you do. And no policies have been adopted Please by the mayor and commission that have created sanctuary day. city status in Sir, Athens. You need to resign. One protocol resign. that sometimes arises. Resign, resign now. One protocol, one protocol that sometimes arises is the approach that sheriff's offices and Now, this is going to become a lot more common in the very near future. And it's already almost reached a point where Democrats really can't do anything in public without being heckled and protested. Whether it's Joe Biden, whether it's AOC, whether it's Nancy Pelosi, whether it's a local Democrat mayor. So here's where this goes. We have two options. We can either do this peacefully and politically, which is what we're doing. That's the entire purpose of this transmission. That's the entire mindset and, and, and movement is to save this country peacefully and politically. But it's going to become common now with press conferences like that or any time a Democrat has a public event, that, that that's what you're going to see. Them getting called out and protested. And so the solution here is, is obvious. The Democrat Party has to become extinct politically in the United States of America. That's it. Peacefully, politically, we start to save the country that way. That's not an endorsement of the Republican Party. That's not to say the Republican Party hasn't been part of the problem. But it's pretty clear at this point that that common sense, populism, nationalism are taking over the Republican Party. And and that's where politically this this country's movement to save it is going to be deriving from. So to just say to save this country the easiest way, peacefully and politically, the Democrat Party has to become extinct in the next four years. You can't have any more Democrat representatives locally, and really it needs to become extinct at the national level as well. That's what has to happen. Why? Here's why. Because here's that same mayor in 2019. He wants to blame Donald Trump, but here he is in 2019 bringing in the illegal immigrants that eventually rape and kill people in Clip 18. The Athens-Clark County Unified Government is welcoming to people from all lands and backgrounds and strives to foster a community where individuals and families of all statuses feel safe, are able to prosper, and can breathe free. Now, what does he mean? All statuses can feel safe? No, he's talking about illegal immigrants in sanctuary cities. He's talking about criminals in Democrat-run cities. Do you think the locals feel safe now? Do you think, do you think the thousands of women, the thousands of nursing students in Athens, Georgia, that might want to go for a run tonight, maybe on their own, do you think they feel safe? Do you think Lake and Riley's friends feel safe now if they go out at night for a jog? Do you think they feel safe? So he's not talking about citizens of Athens. He's not talking about Americans. He's talking about criminal, illegal immigrants. So this is going to become commonplace now. Everybody knows who's to blame for this. They can lie and deceive and spin it all they want. But they're not fooling anybody. 
Lake and Riley's murder, the direct result of immigration laws passed by New York City Democrats, says a councilman. You're a liar. You have blood on your hands. Athens, Georgia residents rip apart woke mayor after he lies about role in illegal alien murder of beloved college student. Again, dozens of American women have been raped and murdered by illegal immigrants. Dozens. We don't know their names because they don't get humanized. They don't get the massive propaganda pushes like, say, a George Floyd. Guatemalan child sex predator arrested by ICE after released by Massachusetts judge. A known child predator released by a liberal judge in Massachusetts. ICE has to rearrest him. Thousands of migrant children have gone missing from sponsor home probe reveals. So yeah, they send all these unaccompanied minors to quote-unquote sponsor homes, and then they just disappear. What do you think happens to them? Remember that story of the woman in Ohio that got pregnant? And then they quit covering it because they found out it looked like it was an illegal immigrant sex ring? We remember. InfoWars is listener-supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. finish the job. We're going to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines next time around. 
because it has to be done. We're going to finish the job. We're going to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines next time around because it has to be done. We're going to finish the job. We're going to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines next time around because it has to be done. We're going to finish the job. We're going to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines next time around because it has to be done. We're going to finish the job. We're going to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines next time around because it has to be done. Ladies and gentlemen, understand the the historical impact of this. Understand what you're seeing. Understand what you're hearing here from Joe Biden. And then juxtapose that with what they're doing to Donald Trump in the corrupt court system and taking him off the ballot and politically persecuting him. Understand this moment of history and understand what it will represent and the stories that will be told depending on the future of this country. If the Democrats win, because there's only two outcomes, only only one survives. Either the United States of America survives or the Democrat Party survives. The two cannot survive. There will either be a one-party rule, that's the Democrat Party, and the United States of America over as we know it, or the United States of America survives and the Democrat Party goes extinct politically. But understand, even the Democrat Party will eventually fall, just like all other tyrant and authoritarian regimes do. And depending on how far they get into their plan, will be how bad it will get. But understand, a clip like that, a statement like that from Joe Biden, this is history-making stuff, ladies and gentlemen. So when America collapses or the Democrats engage in mass murder and mass persecution, like what we've seen before, this is nothing new. Don't forget about Ruby Ridge. When the U.S. government starts committing mass murder at the behest of the Democrat Party and the Biden administration, it'll be clips like that that we remember. When the Democrat Party starts going door to door to round up hundreds of thousands of dissidents, they already have thousands that they've arrested. They already have thousands of people that they've incarcerated, politically persecuted. The numbers are already in the thousands. Next, it'll be tens of thousands. Then it'll be hundreds of thousands. And you'll be disarmed. And it'll be moments like this and clips like this that we say, ah, this is how we got here. Those are the clips. Those are the statements that will be played as history recalls how America fell. How U.S. citizens lost their rights. How authoritarianism took over the United States of America, leading to the death and the slaughter of American citizens. It will be Joe Biden saying, we're going to finish the job. We're going to take the assault weapons. And then what do you think they'll do to you? There'll be ruby ridges all across this country. So, you've got the Biden administration openly coming out against the Second Amendment. Obviously, they're against the First Amendment as well. And then you have the political persecution against their opposition, Donald Trump. Now you have a judge in Illinois 
Judge orders President Trump removed from ballot in Illinois. Cook County Judge Tracy Porter put the ruling on hold so Trump can appeal, according to Chicago local news, which means Trump will remain on the ballot until further notice. She wants him just off, but she doesn't have all that power. And they're claiming it is because of an insurrection clause. Of course, nobody's been charged with insurrection. Specifically, Donald Trump hasn't been charged with insurrection, but you think the truth gets in the way of a good liberal lie? You think the truth gets in the way of Democrat Party persecution and criminal activity? Of course not. These are hardcore criminals. It's a gangster mafia. And it's not a coincidence that this is another black woman judge. This is what they've done. They've, they've weaponized black women and then they've put them into positions of power with affirmative action. It's all by design. It's all by design. It's not a coincidence. Letitia James, Fannie Willis, Tracy Porter. It's not a coincidence, folks. It's by design. It's all by design. Trump will be on the ballot in Illinois. By the way, New York Attorney General Letitia James files lawsuit against world's largest beef producer for misleading public about its impact on climate change. Now, see, this is just like what they've done to Trump. Trump committed fraud by saying Mar-a-Lago is worth more than $18 million. Of course, Mar-a-Lago is worth at least $300 million, probably a low conservative estimate. But they all know that. So the fraud gets committed against Donald Trump, and then they say Trump committed the fraud. Well, it's the same thing with this climate change. The world's largest beef producer isn't misleading the public about climate change. It's the liberals. It's the Democrats. It's the Green New Agenda. It's the carbon neutral lies. They're the ones that lie about climate change. They're the ones that lie about the environment. They're the ones misleading the public on carbon emissions and climate change and everything else. And then they say, you're doing it. That's what they do. That's what these pigs do. Until we take away their power, they will continue to do this. MSNBC contributor calls on Democrats to strip power from the Supreme Court after Trump ruling. You understand that the Democrats are the authoritarians they're warning you about? You understand that the Democrats are the tyrants they warn you about? You understand that the left-wing ideology is the deadly authoritarian ideology that they claim to be fighting? It's them. So the Supreme Court, another stopgap from authoritarianism and tyranny in the United States of America. So what is the Democrat solution? Get rid of the Supreme Court. I will bet you, if the Democrats win the White House for another four years, they will pack the Supreme Court. Guarantee it. If the Democrats get the White House for another four years, they'll probably add six seats to the Supreme Court and they'll put the most hardcore anti-American bigots on the bench to further their initiative for a one-party rule and authoritarian dictatorship 
run by them in the United States of America. They tell you their plans. I'm not even up here. That's not even me up here predicting something. That's their plan. They're public about it. It's like if an NFL coach comes out before the Super Bowl and says, well, we really want to pass the ball. I think I'm going to have my quarterback throw the ball 50 times. We really want to throw the ball a lot. I think we're going to pass it a lot. And then I come out and I say, well, they're going to throw the ball a lot in this game. I think they're going to be passing the ball. Sounds like they really want to pass the ball. And then they pass the ball. It's like, oh my gosh, how did he know? What do you mean? They said that. Hey, the Democrats are going to expand the Supreme Court. They want to nullify the Supreme Court. And then it happens. Oh my gosh, how did you know? What do you mean? They said they were going to do that. Hey, the Democrats are going to politically persecute Trump with all these corrupt judges. And then they do it. How did you know that was going to happen? What do you mean? That's what they do. That's what they said they were going to do. Letitia James ran that she would go after Trump if she won. But but these are the dirtbags. These are the dirtbags going after President Trump. This whole Fannie Willis thing is falling apart at the seams. Nathan Wade's attorney's text messages to Trump co-defendant attorney reveal he lied in court and Fannie Willis started dating Nathan Wade before taking office. So it's just like Peter Stroke and Lisa Page sleeping around, slobbering all over one another and then engaging in FBI corruption. Th- same thing going on with Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis sleeping around, sucking each other off and talking about how they're going to destroy Donald Trump and then lying about it under oath. And then uh, you may call it a legal victory. It's 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 hardly any victories for Trump, really. But in blow to special counsel Jack Smith, Supreme Court agrees to hear Trump immunity appeal. The, the only reason why this is a victory because it delays the case. And, and that's really the only hope that the Trump team has is to delay it as long as possible because there's no hope for justice. So the hope is to just delay it as long as possible uh, and then win the presidency. That's the strategy because there's no justice when Democrats are in control. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo in so much space. And when you're out there, well, all right. We're about to be joined by Ezra Levant from Rebel News Media. Let's let's quickly. I don't even know where to go here. It's just all so crazy. Let's let's have a little 
comedic relief here. This is the great comedian J.P. Sears properly using comedy to explain just how ludicrous the current Democrat policy is dealing with law enforcement and illegal immigration. Uh, Illegal immigrants are above the law and the U.S. taxpayer are the criminals. And so here's Awaken with JP with a comedic bit about how Democrats approach law enforcement and illegal immigration in clip 10. Oh, my God, that man is attacking a woman. Yeah, he sure is. Are you going to do something? Well, you see that there man pummeling that woman in the face very viciously, I might add. He is an illegal alien, and she is a citizen of New York. And you see, Mayor Adams has made it a crime for us to stop crime that's being perpetrated on citizens of New York by people who are illegally here. Sanctuary city kind of thing. He's beating her to a pulp. You're the police. Do something. Oh, right. Excuse me, sir. I have a debit card worth $10,000 for you, funded with taxpayer money. Oh, and uh, because I'm not checking your ID, because that would be illegal here in New York, you can just go get another one in about an hour or so. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's nice to see them beating up a woman for a change. Usually they're attacking us police officers. So J.P. Sears uh, using comedy to exhibit a major issue we have. But that's what it is. Just ask the citizens of New York. But again, I I go back to the clip where the mayor in Athens is getting heckled and protested by the locals. Everybody gets it now, folks. Everybody gets it now. They're seeing their recreation centers being given to illegal immigrants. They're seeing their schools being given to illegal immigrants. They're seeing the hotels being given to illegal immigrants. Their pockets are lighter. Their bank accounts are lighter. And they say, well, wait a second. What about us? And they know it's the Democrats. They can try to hide it as much as possible. I, I've got so much more on this. The San, so, so now all the illegal immigrants are coming into California. And they're turning the airport there into an illegal immigrant station. That, that'll be temporary. And then they'll build illegal immigrant centers all over San Diego, all over California. And, and so then maybe the people in California will, will suffer the, the same realization that people in Texas and other areas Uh, I mean, here's just a look at one of the migrant shelters in San Diego in clip two. Jim Desmond telling News Nation that since Friday, over 2,000 migrants have been street released into the community. Predominantly, single men have been released by border patrol agents, and it was a center of much debate during a border supervisors meeting on Tuesday. Officials deciding to approve a plan to develop a long-term migrant transfer site and to secure federal funding for it. Now, despite the motion passage, Supervisor Desmond is disappointed in that vote. This federally funded long-term shelter here is just being complicit with the federal government and the current mess and the fact that they're not upholding the current laws. They're making this mess. I do not want to be complicit in a system, in a, in a symptom of a failed and broken system. That needs to be fixed first. And it's just not the border town of San Diego that's now being impacted with this financial burden. El Paso is also set to run out of funds to address that migrant surge. But later today, Mark, here at this transit center, we're expected to see just another drop off of hundreds of migrants released into the community, essentially with nowhere to go. There's no design facility to assist their transportation. That's what county officials are trying to solve as soon as they can. 
Jorge Ventura. So this is what's going to happen, folks. It's going to get worse, but the political reckoning is 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 going to boomerang. There, there's going to be hundreds of people killed by illegal immigrants this year, probably dozens, if not hundreds, of women raped, uh, and they're just going to pour in by the millions. And we're all going to witness it. That's what our leaders do. They're traitors to the country, just like they are in Canada as found it the tip of the spear it is the alex jones show with owen troyer if you take life do you know what you ezra levant is not just a groundbreaker in the canadian media he's also an extremely concerned citizen and he joins me now for the hour to talk about what justin trudeau is doing to censor Canadians' speech. And and Ezra, I, I guess I would start this by saying when Justin Trudeau comes out and talks about the rise of authoritarianism and anti-democratic activities, does he not see the irony in these statements when he makes them to the public? Surely the Canadian people do. Yeah, I mean, he... He is a gaslighter extraordinaire. I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase DARVO. It's a psychological term. It's a, a deny. Uh, and then it's it's used uh, sometimes, for example, to talk about uh, psychological abuse. I want to make sure I get the, the exact acronym. Deny, attack, and reverse victim and offender. That's DARVO. So that's a kind of psychological manipulation. So Justin Trudeau, who wore blackface... In, t- in three different decades of his life, when he was a teen, when he was in his 20s, when he was 30s, he wore blackface so many times he couldn't keep track. When he calls you the racist, he does the Darvo, deny, attack, and reverse victim and offender. He sexually assaulted a young woman named Rose Knight, if, but he'll call you the sexist. So the, the key to understanding Trudeau is as a psychological manipulator, he'll use the language of civil liberties while declaring martial law on his own people, which is what he did when the trucker convoy came to Ottawa. That martial law, uh, called the Emergencies Act, was never even used during 9-11, but Trudeau inflicted it on peaceful protesters who were embarrassing him. You have to understand what a sociopath Trudeau is to understand what we're about to go through here. And i got to tell you, Owen, Alex Jones is the master of these stories, but you actually have suffered personally, the fate that many Canadians will suffer if this new censorship bill passes. Your experience recently, the January 6th experience, will be codified into law in Canada if this bill passes. Frankly, you're the one person in in America who I think will understand the threat and the gravity here, and I'd, I'd like to take you through it, if I may, you might find it, or I think other people might find it hard to believe, but I think you'll know what I'm talking about is the real threat and it's imminent. Well, and here's what people need to understand. I am just a test case, if you will. I am just a precedent-setting case, if you will. But but even in my case, th- my case will be like, my case will be like nothing compared to what it's going to be like in a decade, let alone 50 years uh, a, a jail sentence, you know, going through all the, the legal issues, 
dealing with probation, that'll be like a slap on the wrist. Soon it'll be your 10 year sentence will be the minimum for engaging in a speech crime. Yeah. Well, you know what? This new bill called C-63 was introduced by Trudeau this week. It's about 100 pages long, and there are probably 10 different nuclear bombs in there in regards to civil liberties. And I'd love just to dig into them. And I think, like I say, you'll probably believe me. But your viewers might say, that can't be. You know Scott Adams, the the great uh, critical thinker and skeptic, he reviewed C-63, and he tweeted just a few hours ago, he said, this can't be right. Something's got to be off here. He says, I've seen the primary documents, I've seen the source documents, but I just can't believe this is happening. Because he has not been through the looking glass like you have. I went through a version of this about uh, 15 years ago when I published the Danish cartoons of Mohammed and I was investigated for 900 days by something called the Human Rights Commission. And so I was through a, sort of a beta test of this. But let me tell you what the real deal is. Are you ready? Should I just start going through the law? Yeah, let's go through this because it's important that people understand as well. Like you're saying, when Scott Adams reads through this, he's, he says, what? I don't even believe this. And, and, and you mentioned my case. Same thing happened. When people read my hearing sentencing documents, they said, wait a second, you're being imprisoned for chanting USA? You're being imprisoned yeah. for chanting 1776? Yes, quite literally. It's in their own documents. So that's how shocking this is. Ezra Levant, Rebel News Media, lay into these shocking, disturbing, almost impossible to believe uh, laws that Justin Trudeau wants to put on the books. Sure. Well, I'm just going to start going because... There's about 10 things I want to share with you, so I won't linger too long on any one of them. But, Owen, if there's anything you want to ask me about to explain, you just uh, you just interrupt me and let me know. Um, the first thing you need to know is that hate is obviously a human emotion. We all know that. We Sometimes we feel love. Sometimes we feel hate. Sometimes we feel contempt. Sometimes we feel respect. That's a normal human personality. And you can no more ban hate than you could pass the love each other act to command us all to love each other. It's just part of human nature. And what we do as grown-ups is we try and control our hatred and transform it into positive energy to affect change, to, to campaign for a better world, whatever. You cannot eradicate hate from the human heart. But what I get, I guess the essence of this Bill C-63 is it turns that feeling into a crime. It's not even a thought crime, Owen. It's a feelings crime. And and let me just tell you, uh, I, I think the building block of all this is that this law says it is now a crime. It is a form of discrimination to express hate on the internet. Actually, it's not even that blunt. If you say anything, even if it's true, Owen, even if it's reporting the news, Owen, that causes another person to make it, quote, likely to feel, to detest or vilify someone. So if you say something like you were just talking about, um, you were playing a clip about illegal immigrants committing crimes. So that little video clip you showed about five minutes ago, that was not hateful, but if, I don't think, it was humorous, but if that was likely to 
expose a person to hatred or contempt, likely to cause someone to have hard feelings about someone else based on certain protected characteristics, that would be a hate crime. So let's say you you did a political commentary or a humorous sketch or you just read the news and that caused someone to have hard feelings, that's a crime. Even if they don't act on it, even if it didn't actually happen because the key word in the law is likely to likely to expose a person to detestation, likely to, it's a future crime, it's a pre-crime. So now that you know that, let me go through it. Well, and, and also, one, let's, just, let's just say it, let's just lay it out. What you're saying is this bill would make that illegal. This bill would make that comedy sketch that we played illegal. And the obvious question here would be, well, who decides what hate is? Well, we obviously have it figured out. It's them. They decide what hate is, and it's going to be whatever works for their political agenda. Well, remember what Lavrenti Beria, the early secret police capo under Stalin, said. Do you remember what he said? He said, show me the man and I'll find you the crime. What does that mean? That means there are so many laws that are so vague and so open to political manipulation that we, everyone is guilty already. They just need to be charged. So the likely to expose a person to hate is so vague and it doesn't have to be proven. It doesn't have to actually expose a person to hate. It's just a could be, maybe, in the. it's a future tense crime. I saw you were playing a clip there from Minority Report. That's exactly what it is. So take uh, my fellow Canadian, Jordan Peterson. He talks about transgenderism. He talks about other things in a really deep way, and it gets people riled up. He posts a lot on social media. So any post he's ever made, new or anything that's still online that he has control over, could be the subject of a complaint. And one of the ways people can complain is to a political quasi-judicial tribunal, not real judges. It's run by activists. It's called the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal. Anyone in the country can complain. Actually, they don't even have to be a citizen. Anyone can complain to the Human Rights Commission. They don't have to hire a lawyer. They just have to file a complaint. It would be as easy as making a YouTube comment or a Twitter comment. But they do it instead of just shouting in Twitter. They file it with the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal. The Canadian Human Rights Tribunal has a hearing. And if Jordan Peterson wins, he still had to hire a lawyer and waste his time. But if he loses, which he would because he publishes things likely to expose a person to hatred or contempt, he has to pay the complainant 20000 bucks per complaint, and he has to pay a fine to the government of 50000 bucks. And these are unlimited. You could have hundreds. You could have thousands. You could have every single tweet he's ever done, every single video he's ever done, theoretically could be found against him, and the crazy part, this is where we're into the star chamber stuff. The identity of the complainant can be kept secret. So you don't know who's complained oh, wow. against you. You don't know who has furnished the evidence against you. It could be someone with a grudge. It could be an ex-employee. It could be an ex-wife or ex-girlfriend. It could be a rival. It could be a lawyer. It could be anyone. You don't have the right to know the identity of your accuser. And like I say, there is you don't even have to be a victim. You don't have to be involved at all. Because remember what the offense is. Not that you actually harmed someone. Not that you actually, you know, punched someone or stole. Not, nothing measurable. Just likely to expose a person to feelings. 
So there is, these are literally victimless non-crimes, but as long as you can prove to this hunter-killer human rights tribunal that it was likely to cause hard feelings, you've got yourself 20,000 bucks. So what you've done is you've mobilized every single online complainer who says, I hate InfoWars, or I hate Rebel News, or I hate Jordan Peterson. Now they don't just bitch online. Now they can complain to a government agency which can summon Jordan Peterson, put him through the process, and tag him 20... 20- and let's say there's there's somebody down the street here and they and they are engaged in some of the most heinous crimes. They rape and kill an infant. Well, if I go on air and I say X and X and so down the street rape and kill an infant, well is that not in violation of this bill? Would that not might cause somebody to hate or be upset at an individual because they raped and killed an infant? I mean, that that's how insane this is. So this is completely shattering not just free speech this is just shattering thought and speech so ezra get into now the weeds of this sure and and i'd go further it's it's a feelings crime and by the way let me just talk for one more minute about the feeling called hate we don't like to be hateful we don't like to see hate in others it's sort of an ugly emotion but if you ask people why they hate something, they usually, if they're telling the truth, say there's an underlying grievance of some sort. They're angry about something. They feel something was done wrong. So if you want to deal with hate, deal with the underlying grievance. Simply telling someone who has hard feelings you're not allowed to feel that way, that's not going to make them change their mind. Like I say, you can't force someone to love each other. But frankly, Speech is a safety valve. People can blow off steam with free speech because I I tell you there's a correlation between countries where you're allowed to blow off steam with the First Amendment and, and peace versus countries where you're not allowed peaceful criticism of the world. And so people result, resort to violence. But let me... I talked about this human rights tribunal that's basically putting a $20,000 bounty on each complaint that you can bring before them, and it gives people secrecy to make the complaints. That's insane, and I think that's how they're going to go after conservatives like me or Jordan Peterson. But let me tell you something even darker, and I think this is going to give you some January 6th vibes you know what a restraining order is. They, they, they're often used in a domestic dispute. Let's say, God forbid, a man is beating his wife. She can go to court and get a restraining order, which is basically an order that he's not allowed to come within a certain number of feet of her, not allowed to call her, etc. At the end of the day, it's a piece of paper. You can't stop a fist, but it's, it's basically a warning. Stay away. We use restraining orders when there's a, a case like I've just described, domestic violence. But this... C-63 creates a restraining order against what? Against fists? Against violence? No. Against hate speech. So if someone out there, you think he might engage in hate speech in the future, he hasn't done so yet, you can go to a judge and I see your your producer there had C63 in the background. Search for the phrase fear of hate, and you'll you'll pull it up if you want to show this. Because, again, this is the part that Scott Adams probably wouldn't believe. And I want to show you in the primary document. They are adding a crime to the Canadian Criminal Code called fear of hate. Fear of hate propaganda offense or hate crime. And I'm just going to read it to you because it's very short. 
The new Section 810.0121 of our criminal code will now read, if this bill passes, a person may, with the Attorney General's consent, lay an information before a provincial court judge if the person fears, on reasonable grounds, that another person will commit an offense under Section 318 or 319. And, and, I, and those are the, the hate speech provisions. What does this mean? If you're afraid that someone's going to say something bad, they haven't done it yet. They have not done it yet. But if you have a fear that someone's going to engage in hate speech or hate propaganda, you can go to a judge and then scroll down a tiny bit there. The provincial court judge may cause the parties to appear. And then look at part three. Yeah, you've got it on the screen there. Perfect. Great work. Thanks, guys. I want it because you're not going to believe me if you didn't see this with your own eyes. If the provincial court judge before whom the parties appear is satisfied by the evidence adduced that the informant has reasonable grounds for the fear, the judge may order that the defendant enter into a recognizance to keep the peace and be of good behavior for a period of not more than 12 months. Now, what does that mean? Scroll down to subsection six. It's just a little bit further down called conditions in recognizance. So th- I'm using some legal jargon, recognizance. Basically, it's it's a, it's a peace bond. It's a restraining order because someone's afraid you're going to say something really mean. You haven't done it yet. But look at section six. Look at what the judge can do. A, wear an electronic monitoring device. B, Return to and remain at their place of residence at specified times. That's called house arrest. C, abstain from the consumption of drugs or alcohol. D, provide for the purpose of analysis a sample of bodily substance. They can make you give blood or urine. E, that's more on blood or urine. F, abstain from communicating directly or indirectly with any person identified in the recognizance or refrain from going to any place specified in the recognizance except in accordance with the condition seven, seize your lawful firearms. And by the way, if you don't agree with any of this, you go straight to prison. It's all there in Bill C-63. We've gone through the text. I don't want to get bogged down in there, but let me sum it up. You didn't have to do anything yet. It's that Tom Cruise movie, Minority Report, where those precogs, you know, that sci-fi movie, those three sort of mind future predictors. Yeah, the oracles. If they, pre- if they predict, hey, he hasn't said anything mean yet, but just take a look at him. He watches Infowars. He watches Rebel News. Judge, I'm really afraid he's going to say something super mean. Ankle bracelet, house arrest, no alcohol, give up your firearms. You can't call this person. You can't go there. It's in black and white. A restraining order. I believe in restraining orders in the case of domestic violence or a stalker. Absolutely. I think we all do. If, if That's real harm. That's real violence. You got to stop it. You want to have the cops stop it. You want to have those dangerous offenders locked up. I think we all agree on that. But they are taking that legal mechanism, that police mechanism, that punishment that we normally use on sex offenders or domestic violence cases, and they're putting it on hate speech. If you Maybe we'll just read that part one more time, because I bet you if Scott Adams was watching, he'd be saying it can't be. It can't be. This is for speech. It's called fear of hate propaganda offense or hate crime. This is about words, Owen. This is not just words. It's about feelings. Hate is a feeling, Owen. 
if if someone is afraid, you're going to say something that will cause someone else to have hard feelings, a likely to offense. It doesn't even have to happen. I'm afraid he's going to say something that might cause someone to have hard feelings. You can get them locked up. That is the coming law in Canada. Owen, you would understand this more than most. Well, let's be clear about something before we take this break. This is going to be applied one-sided. This is only going to be applied one way, and we all know which way that is. But, but I guess before we get into the next segment, I'll kind of let you chew on this and think about this during the break. Well, okay, so you ask, well, what do we do to stop this? Well, do we try to get ahead of it? Does, does Ezra Levant come out and all the people that lie about Ezra Levant and all the people that write negative stories about Ezra Levant and Rebel News and, and, and slander you and libel you, do you get ahead of it and do you say, hey, these people are causing hate against me? Do you go to the court first and you say, all the people that have called you names, all the people that have lied about you and tried to destroy your character, do you get ahead of this and you say, hey, they're going to cause hatred to come to me? They're, the, they're putting out speech that's anti-me. Do you get ahead of this so that they can see how this could be applied both ways or to prove that it is only one direction? I'm going to let Ezra chew on that as we go to break. And we'll rejoin and revisit this issue on the other side. The InfoWars show, Alex Jones show with you. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, body's ultimate turmeric formula, InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. Such important information here with Ezra Levant from Rebel News. And we can't just assume that this stuff is going to go away. And, and so we have to find out some way to stop this 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 speech crime bill emotion crime bill from going into place and Ezra as I'm as I'm listening to you there's a lot of things that come to my mind because you hear the the terminology you read this bill and you just think well I mean it's almost comical I mean this is like kindergarten time this is like something that you put on the wall of a preschool that says you know keep your hands to yourself be nice to one another. 
And it's like, that's, you know, because you just want to teach kids just basic, proper manners and conduct. But this is like supposed to be real for adults. I mean, going through Canadian Parliament and Justin Trudeau. But so that's what makes it so eerie. And I started the show today because we've got our own eeriness here in America, obviously, where Joe Biden says we're ending the Second Amendment. We're going to finish the job. We're going to take your firearms. I mean, that sends chills up my spines. And so you combine that with what you're experiencing in Canada. And it's just like, whoa, this is really where we're at right now. So let's get back to where I left you in the last segment. We obviously know the purpose of this is one way, right? This is this is left to right. That's that's the direction this goes. Right. So how do we stop it? Well, does Ezra Levant get ahead of this? Does Ezra Levant look at all the people that have lied about him, lied about his news organization? Does he pull the quotes? Does he name the individuals and say, hey, all these individuals are causing hate against me. All these individuals' speech, speech and emotions against me apply to this bill. I want them shut down. Is that how we get ahead of this? Is that how you expose it to stop it? What do you think, Ezra Levant? Well, I mean, let me give you an answer with an American analogy. So what they're doing to Trump, they're going after his business deals, they're trying to get him off the ballot. Um, those only work because I think the deciders or the prosecutors or the, the, the grand juries or whatever the terminology is, they are woke, they hate Trump, they are left-wing, and they're brutal. They'll do literally anything to win. They're not governed by uh, rules of fair play. They're not certainly not governed by the American Constitution. So what they're doing to Trump, I suppose someone could say, well, could we do that to Biden too? Well, you could try. I mean, actually, there's a lot of fodder with uh, Biden's, quote, business deals with, with foreign energy entities and payments. But you're not going to find woke judges who would allow it. And you're not going to find conservative judges who would go there. So it's it's actually a one-way fight. Let me give you a Canadian analogy. It's not even an analogy. Let me just tell you how it is in Canada. Justin Trudeau handpicks the members of the so-called Canadian Human Rights Tribunal. They're not appointed for life. They're appointed for a, a, a short period of time. And so they want to ingratiate themselves with Trudeau by giving him the answers he wants. They're activists. They're not real judges. So if I were to go before the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal and say, well, Justin Trudeau has fomented hatred against me, for example... Uh, during the lockdowns, Trudeau really demonized unvaccinated people. He basically said they shouldn't have the same rights as other people. He set up a no-fly list. If you were not jabbed, you were not on, allowed on an airplane or a train in Canada, the second largest country in the world. Trudeau hates the unvaccinated. He hates Christians. He's very clear. But if you were to try and go to the Human Rights Tribunal and say, he's discriminating against me because of hate speech, because of my religion— They'd laugh you out of there because they're all woke activists just like him. And by the way, Trudeau, you remember remember there was a while there where uh, the U.S. was thinking of having a internet safety commissioner, some very odd gal who who sort of blew herself up. Yeah, she she, made crazy she was videos. a strange creature. She was in and out real fast. We <laughs> let me just read to you from uh, from the summary of the law. This law quote establishes the Digital Safety Commission of Canada, creates the position of the Digital Safety Ombudsperson of Canada, and establishes the Digital Safety Office of Canada. Those are three different things. So you just had one goofy gal who was going to be the Commissioner for Internet Safety. Trudeau is setting up three new agencies, three new offices, 
each one of them with a staff, each one of them with a budget, each one of them with hunter-killer lawyers and bureaucrats, and he's only picking people who believe in his agenda. I want to read you just one more thing that um, about the digital safety ombudsperson. This person will have access to... Um, sorry, there's so many different... Um, it, sorry, the Digital Safety Commission can get access to inside information from any social media company, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, et cetera, as an advocate can poke around inside private information in those, in those companies and then can use that information as advocacy against hate. So this is basically a way of getting into Elon Musk's private stuff and using it to re-weaponize Twitter against Trudeau's enemies. I just want to throw one more thing at you because we're talking about big tech companies. Uh, there's this crazy line, and if you've got if you've got the law open on your screen, just do a find and search for the word 8%. Uh, oh, there's one thing I didn't mention to you. Sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. There's so many things I want to tell you. Oh, and let me just close on this. If, if there is some, quote, hateful comment online, Trudeau says the companies have to take it down within 24 hours. Now, how do you do that? Let's say a complaint is filed at midnight on Friday night. By the time anyone sort of looks at it, it's Saturday morning. If you get both sides of the story and try and have like a proper adjudication, you can't do that in, in 24 hours. But if these companies do not comply and do not bend the knee to, to Trudeau's laws, look at that part that your producer found. They found it really quickly. Companies like Facebook, I'm just going to read it, every operator that commits an offense is liable on conviction, on indictment, to a fine of not more than 8% of the operator's gross global revenue or $25 million, whichever is greater. So if Facebook, I know this sounds insane, if Facebook doesn't obey, I think Facebook's revenues last year were about $130 million, billion, just rough numbers. Trudeau says, I'm going to fine you 8% of your global revenues. I'm going to fine you 10 billion, 10 billion. It's, it's like uh, Dr. Evil. I'm going to fine you $10 billion for not engaging in censorship. So what's Facebook going to do? They're going to take everything down. Now, this law may be illegal under the Canada-U.S. Free Trade Agreement. This law may be illegal in a number of ways. But Trudeau's proposing it. You can see it for your, with your own eyes. Trudeau is saying to Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, although he doesn't seem to mind TikTok, Trudeau is saying, if you don't impose censorship the way I want you to, if you don't give me access to your records the way I want you to, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to fine you 8%, not just of your Canadian revenue, but of your American revenue, your European revenue, your Australian revenue. I'm taking $10 billion as a punishment. It wouldn't surprise me, by the way, if some of these companies actually leave Canada, which I think Trudeau wouldn't mind. I don't know if you know this, Owen, but Trudeau said to Facebook, you've got to give money to every news agency that you link to in Canada. And they're all left wing. And Facebook says, we, you know, that's not how the internet works. People like when we link to them because we give them traffic. We don't pay for links. That's not how the internet works. Trudeau said, you have to you're going to have to pay $100 million a year to all these media companies. And you know what Facebook did? Facebook turned off the news in Canada. You cannot post 
an, a link on Facebook to a news source in Canada. It's like the great firewall of China. Well, that, that's crazy that they would that the news organizations wouldn't push back against that because that's harmful to them as well. But we're, well, they we're, wanted the money. We're, we're up against Google. Agreed to pay it. Google oh actually gosh. agreed to pay a hundred million bucks a year. This is but crazy. Facebook said we're out of here. All right, we're we're up but, against a break. Hold, hold that thought. We're up against a break. I'm not surprised Trudeau wouldn't go against TikTok. It's owned by the Chinese, which he seems to love. But, you know, I want to get into something else in the next segment. You know, Trudeau puts on this this fairy act. He dances around like a Nancy. Uh, Folks, Justin Trudeau is a hardcore bigot and dictator. Do not be fooled by this by this Nancy boy prancing around. InfoWars is listener-supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. This is such important information being covered by Ezra Levant here from Rebel News on The Alex Jones Show. And I hope that you take these clips, I hope that you take this segment and spread it far and wide. We need to be locking arms with our neighbors to the north to fight for freedom in the west. Now, it's it, it's funny, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Ezra a, a question. I already know the answer, but the implications are uh, rather serious yet comical. But you brought something up in the first segment when we were talking Ezra you were talking about how this bill the the idea or the notion that somehow this is going to aim to eradicate hate and that that is obviously impossible well there there was a film 
that came out called Equilibrium. And in that film, they did discover a way, in, in their view, to eradicate hate. And that was, of course, via chemical castration, where you had to take injections. The government mandates you take injections. It was like five times a day or whatever. And that was how they, quote unquote, eradicated hate. Now, that seems like a science fiction dystopian film. But yet here we are. They just forced people to take the COVID-19 vaccines, an experimental vaccine. Now they're writing bills to eradicate hate. Well, you combine the two, what do you get? You get the science fiction dystopian film, Equilibrium. Now, I said that Justin Trudeau's act like he's some sort of a Nancy Ferry boy is just that, and he's really a hardcore bigot and tyrant. Ezra Levant, did I just commit a crime according to this new proposed legislation in Canada? You did, and, and there, because there was a, a slight sexual innuendo to it, and there's three different ways you would be hit with a hate uh, speech offense. Um, well, usually because, when Trudeau talks about three ways, it's something else, but that's another story. <laughs> I mean, uh, criticizing sexual orientation is against the law, criticizing gender identity, and criticizing gender expression. All three of those are prohibited grounds in the law. So I was giving the example earlier of Jordan Peterson because he he takes on the transgender issue. Um, but let even a news report, because remember, it doesn't have to be false to be hateful. In fact, sometimes the truth is odious. Sometimes people don't want to know the truth because it causes them hard feelings. So in Canada and the United States and other Western countries, there is a phenomenon right now, of course, of transgender male-to-female transgender athletes who play against girls. And in Canada, there's a case of, of such an athlete playing against teen, like uh, young girls, like 13-year-old girls, 50-year-old guy who's a transgender athlete who not just competes against women, competes against young girls. And if you talk about this in a way that even if it's completely true what you say, if it could likely to... Um, likely to expose a person to hatred. That's against the law. So if what you did there, Owen, is likely to expose Justin Trudeau to hatred based on sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression, you've just committed uh, an offense in Canada. Now, who's going to prosecute that? Well, that's the thing. You don't need a prosecutor anymore. Any person can file a complaint against you. Now, you're likely beyond the reach of Canadian law, but theoretically... Your website could be banned. I don't know if your producers have. I guess I should never go to Canada then. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, it's it's getting more dangerous for freedom up here. I I don't know if your team has it, but I sent a clip. I think we sent a clip over of the former minister who actually put the bones of this law together. His name's Stephen Gilbo, and and if you guys don't have it handy, don't worry about it. But he was asked, so that's the new justice minister on screen who, who implemented it. Um, but, but we have it. I don't know if you guys have it, but um, the old uh, heritage minister who drafted the law said that they reserve for themselves the nuclear option. What does that mean? He was talking about making it impossible to access a website anywhere in the country. If you guys don't have that clip, don't worry about it. It's just what I said. So he was asked, well, what happens if a website is not compliant? What happens if someone just doesn't stop saying these bad words? And he answered plainly. He said he called it the nuclear option, 
And he said they'll just block an entire website like China does in the Great Firewall of China. When I was in China some years ago, I would type in different websites to see if I could get access to them and to see what was blocked or not by the Great Firewall of China. Canada would copy that by literally blocking, I would imagine, Infowars.com. It wouldn't surprise me if that happens within the next couple of years. And um, we're going down that road. Facebook has already been half-banned in Canada. Facebook cannot publish Canadian news unless it forks over $100 million. So they're out of here. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if this bill passes and if Trudeau maintains in power, if five years from now there are only two kinds of journalism left in Canada, government journalism and banned journalism. They've tried to ban Rebel News several times before. We've had to go to federal court in an emergency uh, applications to overcome Trudeau's censorship. But we've never had to fight three new agencies, lifetime bans, house arrest, the ability for a, a social media company to knock us off in a 24-hour panic decision or face billions in fines. I mean, we're talking about me bodily autonomy here. They want to be able to just come in and take your blood. Yeah. You, say, you said something we don't like. Yeah. Your blood is ours. That's serious. That's literally, I'm glad we looked at that because you would think, what on earth does a blood sample and a urine sample have to do with a restraining order against hate speech? It's got nothing to do with it. It's just because they can. And, and by the way, they I do guess, that to me. I have to, I, I get subjected to annual drug tests. No, no drug offenses. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, Justin Trudeau, he's, he's a strange character, but one of the things you can tell is what he cares about because he has, in the last two years, he has pushed through three different laws about censoring the internet. He doesn't have three laws about dealing with inflation or three laws dealing with crime or three laws dealing with the carbon tax or three laws dealing with foreign affairs. No, the thing he is obsessed with, the thing that he's throwing all his energy behind is internet censorship. Here's a detail for you that you might find weird. Uh, you call it, uh, you know, your attorney general, we call it the, the minister of justice, same thing. But he just had his title, his official title was changed. His, the title of our attorney general is now minister of justice, attorney general, and minister of state for online harms. That's what this new censorship bill is called, online harms. What does that mean, Owen? There are hundreds of laws in Canada that the justice minister is in charge of, hundreds. The criminal code itself, which in Canada is federal, has hundreds of sections. There are literally thousands of things the justice minister is in charge of. But he has his new title, justice minister and minister for online harms. Censorship is now in his official job description, Owen. It is the most important thing to Justin Trudeau. More bills than anything else, more punishment. There's no life in jail in Canada for anything. Now there is for hate speech, and it is now the official name of the justice minister. Tell me he's not serious, Owen. I know that he is. Well, think about it. It all goes back to what you said in the opening statement. Darvo. They, they, yeah. they invert everything. Everything is inversion, and then they claim that you're guilty of exactly what they're doing. If, if any if any harm is ever done online, it's the lies that get told about conservatives. It's the lies that get told about patriots. I mean, I can go on and on down this list. Everybody understands exactly what I'm talking about. So what do they do? They invert that 
And they say, oh, we're the ones being harmed. I mean, they do the same thing. Donald Trump committed fraud when he said Mar-a-Lago was worth $100 million. And then they commit fraud and say it's worth 18. They just came out in New York and said, these beef companies are committing fraud talking about carbon emissions. They're the ones committing fraud, lying about climate change and carbon emissions. So, So it's always inversion. It's always whatever they're doing, they accuse you of doing. This is just incredible information, folks. Again, I, I encourage you to take these clips, take these segments, and, sh- and, and spread them far and wide. And Ezra, for the last 60 seconds here, a closing, closing statement. Well, look, um, Rebel News, we're hardwired to be free speech activists because we're conservatives in a left-wing country. Uh, we've set up a petition at stopthecensorship.ca. CA is the Canadian Internet uh, suffix. We've already got over 60,000 names there. I want to demonstrate to Canadians that censorship is not actually our way. And when this law, beco- when this bill becomes a law, and I'm afraid it will, we're going to fight it in court, as we do so often. Owen, I feel like I've got to be, like I, a lot of people leave Canada because it's economically becoming a basket case because of the lockdowns during the pandemic and because of the lack of freedom. I feel like we have a duty to be like the captain on the ship. We've got to be here till the last minute. I swear to you and and your viewers on the altar of God that I will fight for freedom of speech with every ounce of my energy. This is the final battle for us. This is the only battle that counts. Someone's got to do it. It looks like Ezra Levant is the man taking the stand. Ezra, thank you so much. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com.